Awesome. Mike's Daily Podcast. F F F is Hey Carol Allen enjoyed my tweets that I did most recently. Thank you. I guess we're at 1765. 1765. And I feel live because it's Friday. And we're going to be recording someone a little bit later this morning. Me as a producer and the guy who hosts a morning show. Mike's Daily Podcast. That's not the name of his morning show. It's got a much more boring name. But we're going to have this comedian on. Mike's Daily Podcast. Named Will Durst. Now, I don't know if you know who he is. If you don't, that's okay. Don't you feel bad about that because life goes on and you sing your song and you go, wow, why is Mike sounding like a blues singer from the 1950s? Well, because I'm a ham bone. So we have, oh, wow, six notifications on Mike's Daily Podcast. Facebook. Let's see if I care about any of them. Let's see. Sauced barbecue and spirits added a new event. No. Mike's Your food is overexpensive. Overpriced is what podcast. I mean. And you just don't. Yeah. Really. Ser- your portions are tiny. Your barbecue place. Give me some barbecue. Don't don't just sit around and go ham bone. Give me some delicious barbecue that I can eat now. Put it in my mouth face. So the last show was a little bit, I, I was a little bit negative towards the media, towards the press. And I'm going to double down on that, even though I hate the expression double down. I was listening to NPR, which usually, okay, so yeah, they're left leaning. But it's interesting when the right leans right, they just tell you straight, you know, stop, vote, don't vote for this guy. Vote for that guy. They tell you straight in your face, hole. But when the left does it, it's more, "Eh, you know what? We have strong journalistic values. And we're just kind of saying, look at what an idiot this dude is. And they give you examples. And then you have to, you form your own judgment. And then that happens. I guess that's my opinion about it. You may agree or disagree, or you might have even stopped the podcast by now and you're off listening to Joe Rogan talk about how he's bald and how he... And here's today's podcast picture. Ironically, his name Joe Rogan, and I want to call him Joe Rogan. And at one time, he had a lot of hair and hosted one of the worst shows on the friggin' planet, Fear Factor. That show was awful. How many times do I need to watch people eat worms or entrails of an octopus? I don't need that. Why did that show get so popular? Because we were dumb. Because we were stupid. Because That's why his podcast is popular. I don't get the whole Joe Rogaine. Joe Rogaine just does not compute in my brain. I have a beautiful uh, picture of a horse that last night Basil the Boxer and I saw a horse. We saw a guy about a horse. No, we literally saw a horse. And usually I would play you a horse sound effect right now. Hi, Nelly. Nelly's here, everybody. And speaking of which, Look who else is here today to talk to you about things, okay? It's not who you think. Let's see who it is, I think. 
Hi, Mike Matthews. This is Shelly. Too hard to get stuff supervisor. No, you smell pretty nice. That's because my girlfriend left over at my place some face lotion. And I put it on my face hole because I'm wrinkled. Because I'm 50. I'm 50. I can stretch and I can kick and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, love it. I think I'm mixing Molly Shannon metaphors, but look who else is here. This is Floyd the Foreman! And this is John Deere, the engineer. We are enjoying your podcast so far today, especially because it's a Friday. Mm-mm-mm. I don't like the show. I'm offended. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy Smothers of the Smothers Brothers. You know what? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Fear Factor was on CBS, as was the Smothers Brothers. Oh, wait a minute. Fear Factor was on NBC, wasn't it? Now I don't care anymore. Joe Rogan, NBC. Joe Rogan. The point is, there is no point. And I said the stupid expression that I said that I would never say uh, ever say again. So here's what they did. So, as I talk like a millennial. So, the oh. All right, before I go back to what incensed me about NPR, National Public Radio Is I must first go And tell you That something else I was listening to I was listening to A public radio station Out of Alabama I think they call it APBR Yep 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 I think they call it Yep It's called Yep Radio Yep And on Yep They have a Wonderful thing called The Winds And Rhythm Winds and rhythm. Rhythm and winds, winds and rhythm, something like that. It's some kind of a show that's been on for 20 years. And I'm thinking, oh God, what am I listening to? But, you know, I turned it on because I was eating a little dinner. And I was blown away, literally, by the horns, the wind instruments playing away. They sounded so, oh, it was beautiful. And I was, oh my God, am I that old that I find wind instruments? Well, a lot of you played the horn, the trumpet, the tuba back in school in the marching band. And you were good. And you were playing it hot. And then this, the devil went down to Georgia and challenged you. And you, you beat him. Because you're good. And you, and you killed off. Me, me, you killed off. Let's rewind. You killed off. Uh, Mephistopheles. <laughs> Mephistopheles. 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 The devil. <laughs> yep. So I enjoyed this show so much. I was enjoying it. And then other fascinating entertainment you might find fascinating because it's fascinating is that when you go on YouTube and you watch... Okay, there are these rides. I watched the like 10 weirdest, disturbing, old rides in America. And like one was some ride that had to do with Song of the South and it was slightly racist. And yes, that's the exact, I am describing Splash Mountain as well, but apparently there was another ride on, uh, what was it? The Six Flags Over Georgia or something where the Crofts brothers, Sid and Marty Croft, who came up with the TV show Puffin Stuff. Yes, there was a show called Puffin Stuff that has allusions to marijuana. And perhaps you know about marijuana. 
Poppy needs that sticky icky for his glaucoma. Yeah. And then they had another show called Lidsville. And back in the day, if you didn't know how to measure your pot, the leaves and whatnot, if you didn't have a scale, if you could put it all in the lid of a shoebox, you would you could measure out the amount of pot by lid, and thus the name Lidsville sounds also very pot-oriented. Sid and Marty Croft potheads, apparently. They said they never did pot while they worked, but afterward knows. But Lidsville actually referred to the hats. It was a world of hats. And they made these funky kind of... Well, you know uh, how the the characters look in the world of McDonald's? Those big... They used to have this Mayor McCheese and all those guys. And they were these big puppets with the big foamy heads. They look like basically uh, football, baseball, basketball mascots. The sports mascots when they got their... In, in, what's the name? Was it Frenzy is the name of the Barracuda. That's our local minor league even though they're part of the major league hockey team they were they play under the sharks so barracuda right another vicious aquatic animal and they have this mascot named frenzy who's got the, looks like a barracuda but a lovable squeezable barracuda it's gonna bite your head off look out <laughs> i'm gonna bite you so what ended up happening is this show Sid and Marty Croft did very creative guys, but just odd. And you look at it now, and I guess I guess maybe you look at this show as possibly having pot influences. Which no, it's just me being up at six o'clock in the morning, going holy crap as we go outside a cafe anyway. Where you bring your Mike's Daily podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley? Yep. So they they Sid and Marty Croft did this ride that ended up being kind of racist with the whole mm, Song of the South theme. But that is exactly the same theme that is used on the Disneyland ride and Disney World ride Splash Mountain. And yes, I call Disney World, Disney World, even though it is technically known as the Magic Kingdom in Florida. But who care? Who care? You. So, to sum up, NPR did a very pro... I don't understand this. So I'm listening, I'm driving into work today, and I hear a pro cockfighting story on NPR and it's pro cockfighting because Puerto Rico has been cockfighting for a long time for a millennium or something not not that long but a long time and it comes down to these crazy traditions that people hold where you hear this sort of thing well my daddy did it and my daddy's daddy and my daddy's daddy daddy and my daddy's dad and so it becomes a tradition and my lovely lady friend is puerto rican and i should have her on the show and she can explain to me why the american government should not ban cockfighting in puerto rico cockfighting is now banned in puerto rico it is banned on a federal level so no states are allowed to do cockfighting but since puerto rico is not a state but it's like a commonwealth, right? They then will, they, they, they can still do the cockfighting, which they've still done. Now, because of a farmer's bill, where farmers got money, and I guess, and there are farmers in Puerto Rico, I I'm not sure what they grow. Once again, we can have my lovely lady friend explain all these things. 
when when she's on the show which by the way she's only been on the show once i heard somebody say oh yeah mike's girlfriend is on all the time on on his podcast no she's in some of the pictures but she's only been on the show once so she, she can explain the puerto rico thing so uh, uh, NPR is trying to say Oh Look what Trump's doing He's taking away Their We had to make the move and we decided to make the move Taking away their right to play To, to kill to Viciously kill roosters Which is a very good thing Which is a very very good thing And then I know That I am going to probably eat chicken for lunch today But still Sorry, chicken. I don't think there should be cockfighting. I don't. So I don't know. NPR was sounding so pro cockfighting this morning. It really upset me and made me mad. And I, I was not. I could go for a delicious breakfast, but I didn't eat a good breakfast. I, I have a lovely parfait here outside a cafe anyway that I'm about to eat. So my point is, go and ah. I said that. Sorry, I didn't mean to say my point is, and I'd like to say. Sorry. <laughs> what I'm saying is, go and watch the no noble Knoble haunted house ride on YouTube. Several people have filmed this haunted house. It's a ride-through ride. You sit in a little car, and this is so homemade, homespun. They actually take you on a tour of it with the lights on. I had to do that because if you do the ride through, it's all dark and things light up and, you know, you see things for half a second or not even that. And there's a loud noise. And so the walkthrough, they actually show you. And this ride is somewhere in, I think, New England. And it's just hilarious. The people that take you through the walkthrough. They're all men, all white, and all wearing these awful colored, uh, what do you call them, golf shirts? And their stomachs, they got the biggest, all of them got the biggest beer bellies. Even the youngest guy's got a beer belly, big old gut sticking out. I'm like, that can't be good. And, and everybody on the tour is overweight and rather large. It's enjoyable, watch this. It just, I think it's so creative. How they put these rides together. I'm, I, I guess I'm a big fan of rides. I, it, I find, I've always found them fascinating, even as a kid. And I guess this is sort of a ride, this show, isn't it? Because I always take you from the inside of Cafe Anyway to the outside, as we are here now, out here. And I hope this weekend is a good weekend and it, you don't have any porch pirates. Take any of the stuff on your porch. Don't take my garden gnome. Don't take my, well, pumpkin. Did anybody steal your pumpkin this year? What's up out there now? The, the Santa? Do you have a Santa? Do you have one of those? <laughs> Yesterday? The, it's always fun with those inflatable things with the air that pops up makes all of a sudden you've got this big inflatable Santa like a jumping room. One of those jumping rooms for the kids. This bounce room. It's a bouncing room Santa is what it is. It just inflates and boom, you've got a Santa. Well, when the wind blows, Santa gets knocked down. And it's very sad for the kids driving by. Oh no, Santa, he's laying down on the ground. Is he drunk again? Because of the wind. It's the wind, it blows down the inflatable things. The inflatable things, that's funny. And then those laser light things. The laser light that make it look like you got a billion little Christmas lights all over your house. 
but it's just that you're too lazy to put up Christmas lights. And and then you've got Mike Pence, who's who looks like a little elf sitting in his big chair. If you saw that Oval Office argument from the other day, I was talking about that last show. And my lovely lady friend pointed out, yeah, and you know he's sit- he's sitting right next to Nancy Pelosi, and he looks so scared. He's so scared of women. Don't leave me alone in the same room with a woman. <gasps> women are so frightening. Oh my God. Yeah, he he's not he's not afraid of Nancy Pelosi because she's Nancy Pelosi. He's afraid of Nancy Pelosi because she's a woman. I guess that's I don't know what it looked like, but he looks so tiny. Little little man looks like, or the chair's big. I don't know. I've never met the guy so. And I guess that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Check out some crazy YouTube videos like that one. Oh, and I also saw one about Barrow, Alaska. It's the furthest, northest, northernest point of America, of the United States. And it's like 50,000 people live there. And it's cold. They're, the roads are all gravel. Because if they tried to use pavement, asphalt, it would crack every year and they'd have to repave. So they just say, screw it. Have gravel. And it's cold and it's it's interesting. There's a guy who used a drone, really good quality camera, and was filming on a nice clear day. And you got to see all throughout Barrow, Alaska. And he talks about it. And I love that about YouTube, about the homemade stuff. I like homemade things, as you can see. Yep. I like that. Finally, as I'm really wrapping up the show now, I've met the conservative talk show host, Mike Gallagher. Very nice guy. I rode an elevator with him. I I sat in the hallway of my work and talked to him for a good five, ten minutes. And just a, a very nice guy. He's hard on his staff. The people that work for him to do his radio show, he puts he puts a, the pressure on him. But nice guy overall. I disagree with him. When he talked about yesterday, he was talking about the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, not the portfolio, the dossier. Yeah, you gotta come up with that fancy name. Dossier, uh, on Trump. Apparently there's all this stuff that they found out about him that was originally commissioned by the Republican party and then Hillary paid for it. I don't know. It has this odd origins and most Republicans, most conservatives, say that this dossier means nothing it's fake so somebody called in to mike gallagher's show and mike gallagher and him were chumming it up they were having a good time but then all of a sudden this caller said yeah and i believe the dossier is real and and mike gallagher's like oh you do you do huh you do so you say you do huh you do you think you and he, you could tell mike gallagher's head is spinning because as soon as any conservative hears dossier they go oh frick this is where this is where Trump looks bad. <laughs> Forget about everything else. This is where Trump looks bad. I can't I can't defend Trump now because they brought up the dossier. All I can say is, the dossier is fake. Run, the dossier is fake. That's all I can say. And so what he, run, it's fake. So what he says to the guy is, okay, what part of the dossier do you think, do you, are you cherry picking? Are you cherry picking which part you like about the dossier? And the guy was, laughing because he goes Mike Gallagher you never cherry pick anything and Mike Gallagher just zipped right through it and it's true most conservative talk show hosts they got to pick and choose you 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 got to watch because 
at, at some point when someone talks like I am talking now at some point as I've been talking for 20 minutes now you end up saying you, you will be hypocritical at some point you can't keep the same overall mm, you know it's t it's tough to be consistent is what I'm saying it is not easy I try as much as I can I try to be consistent my thinking and my rationale but I know at some point I'm gonna make a rope and uh, you know rhetorically hang myself but don't really hang yourself don't do that live my friend enjoy your life because it's the weekend and I hope it's good for you and next show we're going to have Benita the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster thank you for listening don't cherry pick uh, your hmm actually cherry picking is okay because I like cherries they're delicious okay thank you for listening but uh the show's done there's sh even with this I have to give it a little flourish but it's done thank you for listening oh the podcast picture is a, of a horse I think okay Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews his podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, I forgot to mention that tomorrow I am going to be on KKDV. That's right. Saturday afternoon from noon to six. I'll be playing music, a better mix of music. And that is happening in the East Bay the uh, Contra Costa County area of the Bay Area, you'll be able to hear the station at 92.1 FM.